I'm Lindy. And I'm Haya. Welcome to All Girls Considered, the Leander High School Edition. A podcast dedicated to telling the stories of inspiring women and girls. Today we are interviewing Artie Kilgore, a teacher, author, and artist. Please tell us about yourself. Uh, hello guys. Uh, I am Artie Kilgore, and I am a teacher, high school teacher, and I recently published my first novel, uh, The Historical Chronicles of Eleanor Sturgeon and the Last Human Colony. Congratulations on that. Yeah, that's awesome. It's a big deal. How long have you been teaching, and what do you like best about it? I've actually only been teaching two years. This is the end of year two, and I really like it. I was scared I wouldn't. Uh, How come? Because I was young, and I wanted to write, and that was my dream, but I knew that writing, it's hard to make money writing, Mm -hmm. and I love books, so I really thought, what can I do that will allow me to love books every day. And I was like, let's all teach. But then I was like, what if they don't love books the amount that I love books? <laughs> and some of them don't, <laughs> but there's always a few kids that do, and it makes it all worth it. Like every day I'm kind of worried that I won't like it, but in the end I love it. You guys are cool. <laughs> so cool. I like that you got to keep doing something you're passionate about while also becoming a teacher. <laughs> that was definitely part of the plan when I was in college and I really just wanted to write and create, but yeah, your parents, of course, are like, what are you doing? You got to pay the bills. And uh, my mom is a teacher, and so I really veered towards it. And I, it still allows me to write. Yeah, it's a great, it, if anybody's looking for something out there that they want to write or maybe want to create music, but they're looking for something to make money, teaching is a great way to do it. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> so I was your age. I actually wrote my first short story. I called it a novel at the time, but it was a short story. <laughs> but I wrote my first, my first story when I was about 14, 15. I just always loved making up stories, and I used to tell my friends the stories uh, instead of like writing them or anything. I would mm-hmm. just kind of tell it to them. And then one day a girl was like, you should just write it down, and you don't have to like tell everybody all the time. And so I did, and they actually liked it. it I read it recently, and it's terrible, but it was cute <laughs> to have my friends like it. <laughs> And so what, I just kept going. What was your first short story about? It was, it was a romance, obviously. It was about <laughs> uh, a girl in college, because I was thinking of my future and what I was going to do in college. Uh, and she had a roommate with a boy. And this is, actually, this is a movie now, I was told recently. And of course it is. Uh, but a girl has a roommate that they're really good friends. He's gay. But it turns out he's not gay. It kind of was a misunderstanding, and he just went with it so he could be her roommate. But of course, now he's fallen in love with her, and he doesn't know how he's going to tell her, hey, I know you thought I was gay, but I'm not, and I love you. And of course, there's drama, and it all goes crazy and stuff. And then there's a really happy ending at the end. So <laughs> it was pretty cliche. But yeah, and then I had a friend say, they're like, I think they made a movie like that. <laughs> Um, do you have any um, like writing rituals or tips for how you write, like what time of day you do it or any tools you use? I'm a morning gal, but I'm a morning person in general. I actually was not a morning person when I was younger. It was in college, I got a job at a coffee shop, and I became a morning person. So now when I get up, I really like doing that in the morning. But I actually, my ritual now is that I have created a writing meetup. Uh, I don't know if you guys know the app Meetup. But I created a writing meetup, and every week I create two meetings, two hours each. And usually no one ever shows up, (laughs) which is totally fine because 
I'm there and I'm still writing. So it's a good way to force me to write because I feel like this responsibility to be there in mm -hmm. case someone does show up, but then they don't show up and I can just write, so it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what inspired her pen name? Uh, R.T. Kilgore, yes, was inspired uh, from when I was a very young, maybe, maybe even younger than you. I was probably about 13 or 14 when I first started thinking of this. <laughs> it's my runaway name. Uh, you know, when you're a young girl and you're just like get angry at stuff and you're like, maybe I'll just run away and I'll never come back. And I was like, well, I'd have to change my name. I'd have to change my whole identity. And uh, the R and the T, which I'm going to be horrible in, well, I'll tell you guys. Well, the, it's Rio Tangerine is what it is. <laughs> it was my runaway name when I was a little kid. And I don't mind if people know it. Uh, so RT is Rio Tangerine. And Kilgore is an homage to the author Kurt Vonnegut. He's my favorite author. And I highly recommend you read his stuff to find out what that means. <laughs> Slaughterhouse-Five is his most no well-known, and the character Kilgore is in there, and he's in numerous of Kurt Vonnegut's books. Mm -hmm. uh, and I once in a while I come across a true nerd, and they ask me. They're like, is your name about Kurt Vonnegut? And I'm like, it is. And then we have like a nice, <laughs> nice moment. I'll have to read that this summer. I love reading new books. It's, yeah. I, I highly recommend it. It will definitely change your thoughts on war and how the universe works. I know that's kind of a big, a big thing, but it's true. <laughs> what do you do for fun? Oh, I write, but I do other things. I'm very active, actually. I love working out. I have a dog, so we do lots of stuff. Uh, I like paddle boarding. He's actually pretty good at it, so he comes <laughs> with me. Uh, we're in Austin, so anything in the water. I love live music. I'm creating a, an event coming up in May that is surrounding uh, live music, so anything Sounds like that. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. You guys can come. It's all ages. <laughs> um, I'm curious because we have your book here, The Historical Chronicles of Eleanor Sturgeon and the Last Human Colony. Um, the cover art's really nice. Who did that? It's gorgeous. Uh, that is done by a man named Ken Bastard. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think that's his real name, but he also has a pen name. All, all great artists do. Uh, he's fantastic. I actually just found him through... Uh, there's a comic kind of convention in Austin called mm -hmm. Staples, and it's for local authors and things like that, and, and illustrators. And he had some stuff there, and I just reached out to him, and he was really cool. And he is actually going to be illustrating uh, volume two of the series as well, and we're going to get a lot more detailed uh, illustrations. He's incredibly talented. <laughs> How many volumes do you plan on creating? There will be three. Uh, volume two is in the revi revision stage, uh, and Obviously, volume three is still just kind of in my head. Um, but there will be three in the end. I know how it will end, no spoilers, but it's the getting there that is the hard work. Do you want to give us like a summary of the book? I'll give you another one. It is science fiction, pretty heavy sci-fi, but not a ton of action adventure. It's much more drama-based, uh, human relations, things like that. Uh, there is a bit of action. They, there's Obviously, there's a lot of themes in revolving war and gender race, that kind of all comes into play. Definitely a lot of social commentary and a bit of romance thrown in. I have had quite a few reviewers call it a romance, so I've kind of started calling it a romance myself. Mm -hmm. You kind of have to shape to what the reader gets out of it more than what I'm trying to get out of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, do you have any advice that you want to give to girls listening to this podcast? All right, I thought about this because I knew <laughs> that it was coming. Uh, my real advice would be, I know it's cliche, but don't ever let go of your goals. Even if you personally kind of discover that the goal might not be the most 
monetizing or the easiest way, uh, I just would always say keep doing it because I always wanted to write ever since I was 13, but now I'm 30 and this is really the, my first official book that I fully finished. It's a journey and now I've met authors that have been writing 40, 50 years and really haven't ever published anything, but at some point you got to realize that it's just something you love. So never do something to make money or to please others. If you like something, just keep doing it. <laughs> Lovely. I'm curious yeah, because I'm sure this has probably changed for the better in recent years, but um, for female authors, it tends to be a bit harder from what I've heard. So did you face any struggles as a female author? The one thing I've really noticed as a female author is that I think people expect a certain style from you. Uh, I've had people read the book and they maybe were, because again, maybe I think that's where the romance kind of comes in, because I certainly, there is a romantic aspect to it, but I didn't write it as a romance. I actually kind of was trying to write it as this reflection on relationships in general. And I do definitely think that me being a female and then when people see me and they see me talking about the book, they immediately assume that it's all about like love and about this man and this woman getting together. And I kind of try to veer away from that. I'm like, well, no, it's much bigger than that. It doesn't just need to be about a man and a woman. So I actually find myself, as I'm writing, constantly thinking about that, about how can I make these women not just women? Like the, the character doesn't have to be about her being a girl. It just has to be how she's strong and an awesome person. But I, I definitely think that even though we've come a long way, uh, the idea of the strong female character is still kind of a niche market. Like when I tell people it's a strong female character, some people veer away from it. Or some people are like, That's oh my crazy. gosh, I love strong female characters. <laughs> so you kind of get the both of it, but it's definitely still a trope. People think of it mm -hmm. as like, oh, it's kind of a cliche that you're doing. You got a strong girl. And I'm like, or it could just be a strong character. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there one day. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, guys. So fun. Fun. I can't wait to read your book. I would love for you to read it, and I would love to get any feedback. This has been Leander High School's All Girls Considered interviewing R.T. Kilgore. We hope you'll join us next time.